Hello, welcome to the Show Oshibeson podcast. Show Oshibeson is the lead pastor, Grace Made Christian Center, where we raise change agents. We do hope you'll be refreshed by God's word today. Happy listening. In Jesus' precious name, church says it loud, amen. Clap your hands and celebrate God with a big hand of praise. You can do better than that. Come on, somebody. Clap your hands and celebrate Jesus. I said, celebrate Jesus with a big hand of praise. Glory to God. Please take your seats in God's presence. Amen. Please sort out these speakers. Praise God before I proceed. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Is anybody glad to be in church this morning? Are you glad to be in church this morning? Glory to God. Today is interactive session. Amen. And I'm sure we've been enjoying the traffic in town. <laughs> Glory to God. I think it was yesterday or so. I was in that traffic for close to eight hours. Eight hours. That traffic is demonic. I don't know what you want to tell me. <laughs> but that traffic is not from God. I'm telling you. Because you get to that spot and you're wondering, I mean, if there's a justifiable, you know, reason. You, okay, you can say, okay, there was an accident. Or you see, you get there and there's really nothing. And you're wondering, so what have I been? I mean, ah, God bless Nigeria. And I get an amen. I said, God bless Nigeria. In Jesus' precious name. Glory to God. All right, today we have... Um, it's, it's an interactive um, service uh, so I, I just wanted to get uh, please don't get distracted they will fix it amen praise God just one of those things that happen in a church service praise God hallelujah glory to God I said 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 glory to God glory to God thank you Jesus it's not it's not my testing it's actually glory to God I said glory to God I said glory to God 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 Lift your two hands to heaven and just sense a grace on that. Lift your hands to heaven and just give him praise. He's worthy of our praise. Thank you, Jesus. Ooh, glory to God. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. It has not entered the heart of any man the things that God has prepared for them that love him. But God has revealed these things to us by His Spirit. For His Spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. Oh, for it won't be long. Kaliba super lebahaya. Ebrondo suprende ligadabaya. For I will shake the heavens. Lebrondo soko ligadabakuri adabaya. And desires of the nations will come to pass. For the silver is mine and the gold is mine. For I will bring to you the treasures of darkness. 
I will bring you from that hidden place. Me supren, I will set you on a hill. Me lika supren, me lika da bakoria da bahasha. For I will hasten my word to perform it. Me supre kondo supre. For where you have been forsaken, my libra kondo supre. I will make you an eternal excellence. A joy of many generations in the name of Jesus. Oh, supreme. For I'm doing a new thing in your life, says the Lord. I will also make a way in the desert. Oh, Shadabahaya. Erebekina makasika la fratika la bakosha. Oh, Shabanta la franta la fenteletele. Shebeku sufrende legede bahaya. Irababa la brakino sufrende legede bahaya. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. I sense in my heart a lot of people are tired, they are weary. But God is saying to you this morning, they that wait upon the Lord, they will have their strength renewed. They will mount up with wings as eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Glory to God. Come on, clap your hands and rejoice in the Lord your God this morning. Glory be to God. Let's take a text. I'm going to preach very briefly and then we go into the interactive session. Is that okay this morning? Glory to God. Romans chapter 12. Thank you, Jesus. We welcome all our guests online. People join us. Can we celebrate our online audience this morning? Praise God. Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, glory to God. Romans chapter 12. Verse 1 to verse 2, Romans chapter 12. I like to read from the KJV, the KJV, Romans chapter 12. KJV, KJV first. Thank you, Jesus. It says, I beseech you, say, neighbor, I beseech you. I beseech you. <laughs> say it with an attitude, I beseech you. I beseech you. I can't I can't see any I say I beseech you <laughs> say, I beseech you by I beseech you therefore brethren these are these are the kind of words that are missing you know, in a in a you know Christian world because we seem to have outgrown them amen so I mean my guy but you, you dare not call those is where we were growing up. You dare not call somebody judge my guy. It's almost like a sin. Ah, brother Shegun. You even when we say saints, Saint Chica, <laughs> Saint Paul, Saint Jide. I mean, that's the way it was. Glory to God. Say glory to God. Ah, we say it here as, as ah. Oh, glory to God. 
It says that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. So what should you do with your body? Present it. Alright. Present your bodies a living sacrifice. Only acceptable unto God. Which is your reasonable service. Verse 2. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Be not conformed to this world. Can I have the NLT? Just do not copy the behavior and the patterns of this world. But let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Don't copy the behavior and the customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Can we have the verse 1 in this same NLT? It says, And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you so it's not just saying to you to to give your body to to god or to present your bodies to god he said because of what he has done so what he has done for you is so is so powerful that the least you can do is to give your body to him are you with me this morning so what god has done for you by dying on the cross for you is so powerful is so rare the bible says no man can lay down his life for his friend so the bible says in response to that the least you can do is to present your body to him so presenting your body to god is not that you are doing god a favor you are acting in response to what he has done for you for example if a man wants to have sex with a woman and he wants to lure her into having sex then he begins to give her gifts he gives her gifts today gives her gift tomorrow gives her gift for about about a month and doesn't ask for anything you understand what i'm saying but he, is, he knows what he's doing that's why if you are a lady here, you cannot be comfortable with receiving gifts and thinking that, oh, he's just a nice guy. There is no nice guy anywhere. Guys, am I, am I talking? Even Pastor Jerry said yes. Dr. Jerry said yes. I'm telling you. You know, there are people, you, you know, you, you would be naive to think that way. Well, if I give you gifts, it's not because I want anything. But you see, the guy understands that don't ask for anything for now. Just keep filling that emotional bank account. So the day you want to withdraw, it will be seamless. It will be without barrier. Are you with me? Are you with, I'm, not, I'm not preaching actually. I'm just talking to you. Praise God. I said praise God. I said praise God. I said, praise God. So, so you start getting gifts 
you enjoy getting the gift. He died for me on the cross. Woo, glory to God. But he's saying to you, I didn't just die for you. I want you in response to my death for you on the cross of Calvary to present your body to me. To present it as a living sacrifice. So when you present it to him, it does not belong to you again. <laughs> so if you read the Bible, it says, your body is not your own. It says, you are not your own. You were bought with a price. If they say something is free, it's not really free. Somebody paid for it. So if I say that, oh, there is free education, even though you're getting education for free, it's not free. Somebody paid for it. If I say this is a free gift card, it's not free. Somebody paid. So salvation is free, but Jesus paid for it. So he paid for it with his own so your response to that should be to present your bodies to him as a living sacrifice as i want to i want to see that scripture guys let me get it out it says your body is not your own you were bought with a price like tell me what your body is not your own your body is not your own. There's anything I want you to take home today. First Corinthians 6, 19 to 20. It says, do you see that? I like this. Hey, don't you realize? Tell us it, neighbor. Don't you realize? Say with the phone and say, neighbor, don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? Can you read the next one? Whoa. I thought I owned myself. I thought it's my life. Really? See, if you, this, this is the only thing you live here with today, that's great. He says, You do not belong to yourself. <laughs> you thought it's your life. But the Bible says here, You do not belong to yourself. We say, I do not belong to myself. Next verse. He said, God bought you. <laughs> he bought you, not just with a price. He bought you with a high price. Oh, yeah. He bought you with a high price. The life of the flesh is in the blood. 
Leviticus 17 11. Yeah. So he bought you with a high price, the highest level of sacrifice is the sacrifice of the blood. He bought you with a price. So, because of that, see, it is not an advice. It's a command. You must. It's not a suggestion. It's not an admonition. It's not even an appeal. You must. Just like Paul said. He said, this is laid on me. 1 Corinthians 9, 16. He said, woe to me if I don't preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. You must honor God. You cannot drink alcohol. You cannot smoke. You must honor God with your body. Because it is not your own. You borrow this body. They cannot be smooshing you anyhow. Somebody you are not married to. Pressing your breast like balloon. You, you cannot do that. That does not honor God. does not honor God pressing your breasts like bread it does not honor God touching your body your private parts it does not honor God your body is not your own you must honor God you must honor God with your body you must honor God with your body you must you have no excuse not to because he didn't give an excuse when he was dying on the cross. He died nonetheless. Imagine Jesus give an excuse. Where will you be today? <laughs> By now, anytime you see, you will wave offering. Go and read the book of Numbers. You kill cow, you kill goats. Whatever he offered up himself once and for all somebody see you need to understand the gravity of what Jesus did if you understand the gravity you will not be asking some stupid questions some unreasonable questions because you understand I mean how do you want to go for an interview and then you're dressed up it's your dream job they finally called you for an interview and then you're going for that job and then a boss conductor is saying me for any change do you remove your clothes and start fighting and say ah today we die here you say ah 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 in your mind you have killed him you have slapped him you have, but for the joy sets if you have a picture of the ultimate, you will not be a slave to the immediate. For the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross and despised the shame. Because of that, 
he was made to sit at the right hand because of that decision so when we are saying don't do some things it's not because we are trying to box you it's just because what he did on the cross is bigger than that thing yeah there are people that they don't understand the imports of what Christ did for them. Somebody was asking me, oh, as a child of God, you know, can you go to the club? I said, did he die in the club? If Jesus was here, will he go clubbing? No, no, see. No, let's... You know that we are very wise in this generation. You know we are very wise. We are very wise. I want to ask you a question. If Jesus was here on earth, will he go to the club? Anybody? Okay. You said yes. No, 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 no. No, no, that's fine. So, okay, what kind of club? Come, to, come, come, come to the mic. Come to the mic. Come, come. Come, come. Ah. So, you said you would go to the club, right? Okay, so, so what kind of what what kind of club? What day of the week? Friday nights. Friday nights. Yes. So what will he be doing in the club? Be twerking. <laughs> no, sir. What will he be doing in the club? Probably to win souls. To win souls. So he will go clubbing, but not to not to twerk, but to win souls, right? Okay. Thank you. Please let me appreciate her. Because I've gone clubbing before. To twerk <laughs> and to win souls at different times. <laughs> but that was acceptable because I was not in Christ. A sinner sins. I'm saying the Bible says he that is born of God cannot sin because his seed remains in him and he cannot sin because he's born of God so a sinner sins DG, right a dog barks right a goat what now? I went to a public school. A goat what? A, a goat man. <laughs> a lion roars. Right? A cockroach. <laughs> so, the same way a sinner sins. But if you claim that you have a new nature, you cannot be living 
an old life in a new nature. Those who have been born into God's family do not make a practice of sinning because God's life is in them. So they can't keep on sinning because they are children. They can't, you cannot make sin a habit, a lifestyle. In fact, there are people that they sin effortlessly <laughs> they sin seamlessly they sin habitually there are people that take pleasure in the fact that they can keep malice ah okay malice go ah if you try me ah, i can go f- i can go one month without okay message 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 translation of first john 3 9 he says, people conceived and brought into life by God don't make a practice of sin. He says, how could they? How could they? Ask me how. He says, he says, God's seed is deep within them. Making them who they are is not in the nature of the God begotten to practice and parade sin. You are, you are boldly sinning. You are a bold sinner. You, you are a child of God. You go to club and you post it on your WhatsApp story. You are, you are a sin parader. <laughs> you, you cut bottles. You cut bottles of beer. No, there are dimensions to this thing. There are people that drink. There are people that they cut bottles. I remember when I was growing up, my dad used to drink. And then, then I think it was trophy. Or what they call extra lagabia. Kasubrakilabaya. And then, you know, every holiday, you know, I mean, I, I just love the sights. It made me feel like we were rich. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? You cannot make a parade of sin. You cannot go to your boyfriend's house and spend the night. And be posting it as it in the bathroom. You can't. And we know that you are in your boyfriend's house. And you live there and come to church and sing. God punish the devil. God punish the spirit of boldness that you have. <laughs> Glory to God. It says, God's seed is deep within him within them. You see, that is so powerful. He says, God's seed is deep within them. Robina, if, if they say that something has eaten, when you say a sickness has eaten deep, meaning that this one has, you know, cancer has dimensions. If you are familiar with that terrible sickness, 
God forbid that you'll be caught in that sickness. Or any of, you, any of the ones that you love. Your amen is not resounding. But the Bible says that if God's seed is deep within them, they, are, they cannot make a parade of sin. They can't. Because they understand the imports. What sin is capable? Sin is capable of destroying you. Are you with me? I know some of you have questions or you add questions. So as I'm speaking to you now, the questions have reduced. You cannot be a child of God and be a professional fornicator. Fornication is a sin against God. The Bible says flee fornication. Flee fornication. Ah, you know, ah, God would help us. I said God would help us. I said God would help us. I mean, there was a guy that I that I know who is the MD of a church, not in Grace Made. Can I get an amen? I can't even imagine MD show in club. I'm just trying to picture how will he be how he be dancing, you know. I'm trying to picture him. Nah. And then this guy has slept with almost all the ladies in the choir i say ah are you know you don't know these things happen ah you don't know some of you there's some of you that i'm serious yes and the is is the effrontery for me that you sleep with people in the choir and you come up to minister if it was Bible days, that same spots as you are singing. You know what happened in Acts chapter 5? Ananias and Sapphira, they, it, see, it was not really a lie actually. Because it was a, it, it was a technical lie. <laughs> but lie is lie. There is the, the <laughs> instant judgment. Imagine there is instant judgment for every sin committed. There will be no church this morning. It will be where two or three are gathered. <laughs> or God just... I mean, there is this pastor friend, you know, who when the pastors retreat together and... You know, his phone rang. His phone rang. Blessed be his heart now. He's going to be with the Lord now. I think it was sometime last year. His phone rang. And then his song was, Lonile, Lodi Gombe. In pastor's retreat. Gombe in the house of God. As our phone says, see, yeah. That is the anointing. Some of you here, you come to church and then you are you're forming meanwhile if we 
go through your playlist from I worship you in the beauty of they go from to I'm unavailable how do you go from that Jesus is coming for a blameless church without spots or wrinkle if you want to serve God serve God if you want to go to the world go to the let's know you are in the world so we can know how to direct our prayers because the prayers will not hit you we don't know where you stand in fact God says I wish that you were lukewarm Sorry, I wish I wish you were it neither cold. Let me get the reference. That should be revelations or so. I wish you were either cold or hot. But if you are lukewarm, he says, I will spill you out of my mouth. So God even wants you to make a decision. Choose you this day. <laughs> we all use. It's because your life is chasing people away from the kingdom. Your testimony out there is not sure. A believer must have a good report of those who are outside. Your neighbors must be able to testify that you are a child of God. And it's not by your shouting, you know, hey, Rabbi, Rabbi, hey, no, it's by your attitude, your lifestyle, your behavior, your comportment, your manner, your spirituality. Everything. I mean, I was went to timeless concert here you went how many of you how many that streamed online how many of you <laughs> all of this, you know all of the members of this church that is in the uk now so he said our ah, pastor <laughs> if i was in Nigeria, i would be there <laughs> i say i know <laughs> but you see help us to direct our prayers because if the angel is looking for you, you are not, they don't know where to find you. You can stop confusing the angels. Glory to God. Glory to God. All right, I'll take questions. What are you thinking after you are finished touching? I want to take questions. I'll take questions. Please let it be organized. I'm sure we have the mic designated for that. Yeah? All right. So you have a question. You know, there's a link. You can scan the link, the um, the page, the code, and then you can ask your question, or you can ask with the mic. You can ask with the mic. Any question you have? Anybody wants to ask with the mic? All right. There's there's somebody here. You can ask with the mic. Praise the Lord. You can ask with the mic. All right. Hello. Praise the Lord. Okay. Um. Please notice, not all phones can scan this. All right. Okay, I have a Use musical, the Sorry. I have a musical question. Okay. Um, for someone like Godwin, my brother. So. <laughs> He is a um, 
This is help him ask. No, 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 no. I'm using it as a reference because we've had this conversation at home and we really argued about it. Okay. In large. So, yeah, you guys um, brought about the way. <laughs> so, um, he's a music kind of person. He's really talented and all that. And that day, the question was, can he be signed under Marvel record label? Is a gospel Marvel, so. Is it Maven? Sorry, thank you. Maven or YBN. All those guys, exactly. you know. So, can he be signed on that then? But before you answer the question, I should um, keep quiet first. No, 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 no. So, before you answer the question, I actually just want to give a case study. Okay. Which is um, Johnny Dre. Johnny Dre is more of like um, a Christian uh, musician and then a secular musician or a love um, kind of a love singer. So, he's in between. Nibo. He's in between and um, he's under Marvin, right? He's under Marvin record. And anytime they are having their section, he just do his style, he do his way, right? And so now I want to ask now, so can he be under, because Mufeli Lobe, can he be under Marvin okay. record? And then secondly, because the point of the argument was, um, you are a Christian singer, you cannot do this and blah, blah. And then I was trying to point it out like, it is business. Yeah. You can come under and then do your thing. Right? Yeah. They don't have problem with you. But where we are having problem that very day is normally they used to have collaboration where they yeah. come together and then they sing. So what would be his verse? Okay. What would be his verse? <laughs> Holy are you Lord. That's a very good question. Please let's appreciate. I mean, that's a good question. Now, I, I want to also ask a question. You understand? Don't like more like a rhetorical question. No, please see. Please see. Can you, as a Christian, when you're hungry, can you buy bread from a, a bakery that is owned by an unbeliever? Can you? Yes. When you're hungry, can you? Yes. When you want to buy clothes, when you want to buy clothes, when you enter the store, you say, oh, before I, before I buy. Are you a Christian? Are you a Christian? Because... That answer will inform my decision. Or you want to travel abroad, and then you say, "Before I want to, I need to check the, the salvation of the pilot. I want to be sure if the pastor is a tongue-talking believer." You probably wouldn't ask because it is what it is business. So, you need to understand, be able to separate profession from religion. So, there's profession, there's religion. For example, I'm into real estate. And I can tell you that most of the people that buy, I can tell you for a fact, they are mostly young boys. I can tell you that. And we collect the money and sanctify it with the blood. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you get what I'm saying? So, it can be signed under that or can a believer go for like a project fame? You know, those things. My answer right, is a yes. My answer now, watch this. And I'm, I'm going to give you scriptures. Hmm? 
if you read the book of Daniel, you will see that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, where they were at the time in Babylon, they were with people who were not believers. But you see, even though they were people, they were people who were not believers, they still stood out because the Bible says they proposed in their hearts that they would not eat of the king's meal. And because of that, they gained recognition. They understood that these guys you know, were God's own children. They were committed and all of that. And even when they made a pronouncement that they should not pray, they still went ahead to pray. So my answer is that, yes, he can. As long as he has a sense of understanding of the mission, why he's there, and he's spiritually sound. We went to, a friend was telling me how that they went to evangelize in Gabon. They went to evangelism in Gabon. And this guy entered a beer parlor. And he was trying to preach the gospel. You can begin to imagine what I'm trying to say now. He was one that was supposed to preach to the guy drinking. The guy preached to him. And this is real life story. Real life situation. The evangelist got drunk. And then, because when he was in the world, he had that weakness. Because people's weakness varies. There are some people that they can never be tempted with money. Their own is women. Some people's own is fame. Some people's own is, is food and drinks. <laughs> Cutting bottles. That's some people's weakness. And the evangelist got drunk. And then they had to carry the evangelist the evangelist now had to give his life to Christ again. You understand? <laughs> so if you are going to do that, you have, to, for example, when we were in school, we organized a major outreach and the whole essence of the outreach was to go into clubs, beer parlors. So I was Jim Summit president then. Jim Summit was the president of all the campus fellowships put together, over 10,000 people at the time. And I was the president, Yeah. So I had the meeting with the pastors of different fellowships, RCA, OBCA, Four Square, all of those fellowships. And then when we were having this strategy, because that day we had 507 souls that were saved on that day. And when we were going, I said to them, I said, see, those of us that are going to club, they are either the head pastors. Some of you, if you go to club, you will join them to dance. You even in the even as I'm talking right now, even in the choir, there are people of some of you that if you go, you will dance it. Before you, say, ah, oh, oh, Before you know it, there was one day I was having my bath. There was there was I was having my bath. I, I don't know where that song came from. I just said, me I'm sorry, don't pee. I don't know what I was thinking. I wasn't premeditating the song. I just said, oh, side don't peace. I don't shoot. But I'm like, I'm talking two years ago. And I was lead pastor of Grace Maid. Side don't peace. Ah. 
It just came. But not out of my spirit. It's because when you, when you, some of you, some of the songs that you don't sing, you know them. Some of those songs, I, I know the lyrics. Because you hear them, you hear them over and over, you, you know them, but it's just that like you constrain yourself. Ah. There was one day I was, I was, I was going, it was even on Friday. Ah. There was, you know, the guy that carried me. Just put one music. I'm just, I see, I'm just feeling this song. I say, ah, no, it's not. That's so he can, but let him be guided. Let him have a spiritual mentor that can guide him. Because if you go into that space, if you are not well fortified, trust me they will snatch your salvation from you. And if you want to go to that kind of place, I advise that you maybe you spend the whole year praying and fasting before you even dare to even go to that dimension. Praise God. I hope I answered the question. Alright, anybody, you have the question, uh, maybe you want to ask it or you have... Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the mighty Jesus. Alright, so I was going to, I'm going to ask a, <clears throat> ask a question, but I wanted to say that just to add to what Daddy say, I think that discover who we are and what God wants to use for um, you know, us to do before we go, decide where we want to go to. There are so many occupations that are related to, for instance, those in the entertainment industry generally, not just music, acting, like PM for instance, um, unfortunately she's not here. Um, you, she's an actor. But she decides, she knows what she wants to be. Otherwise, if Pierre was doing circular movies, I'm sure she would have been like in the old world, as it were. So, but she knows herself and she has decided that this is what God wants to use me. The people doing Montana movies too, they can act in circular spaces. Yeah, they they prayed and they believed that God wanted to use them. Nothing about can sing any kind of song. Theophilus is almost vocally better than all the musicians we have together. But he knows what God has called him to do. He has stayed there. So ask yourself, is God calling me to be a minister of God with this gift? Or is just business? If it's just business, that has answered us. My question I wanted to ask, and we, I asked Daddy on a different platform a few weeks ago. And it's part of the things that he mentioned. Um, the question is, why has Christianity in this generation um, reduced... How do, that's the word I want to use. Why is it that the things that is like we are not practicing the same Christianity that Paul, Peter, and all those people are practicing? Because, like Daddy just mentioned, if you lied, those and this is after because we have this excuse that Jesus Christ came, He has died, the era of grace. The situation that He mentioned in Acts chapter five was immediately after the death of Jesus. Yet somebody lied, and the person died on the altar. So, I believe that the power of God has left the church. That's why I told you. Yeah, I don't believe it's grace. I believe God has, his power has left the church. So, he has not left to... Okay. So, I believe that the magnitude of God's I power... I what you're saying. Yeah. Actually. Because otherwise, he was still after the death of Jesus. My question is, why has Christianity gone down? The fear of the Lord has gone down. Service to God has gone down. I mean, the desire for God has gone down. Everything has gone down and it's still going down. What is the major problem? 
What is the biggest problem and how can we rectify that? I don't know. Those that many go down can ask. I don't know. I don't, I, my own is still up. <laughs> That's why we're having discussions like this. But honestly, I think that th there's so much um, conformity. Conformity and people, the entire salvation process is where the issue is. The salvation process. You know, if you receive the wrong thing, you probably would build on that wrong thing you have received. Do you agree with that? Yeah, so I think it's, it's more of a foundational um, problem, you know, and the only way that can be corrected is by strong discipleship. Strong discipleship and people, you know, giving themselves to a church like this. You understand what I'm saying? Where you want to learn, you want to grow spiritually, you're not forsaking the gathering of the brethren, you know, sometimes back in the day, when I go, when I don't go to church, I usually ask the Lord for forgiveness, because I feel like if the trumpet sounds right now, I'm going to hell. That's the way I feel. I felt those days, but nowadays, you know, the advent of online church, you know, social media, you know, different things. So it has, it has, and also maybe, you know, the message of the gospel of grace. You understand what I'm saying? The gospel of grace. I mean, I'm looking forward to us resuming midweek service. It should be very, very soon. By second half, we'll resume midweek service. You should clap for that. Amen. So we can teach about these things. But honestly, um, a lot has happened. But you see, the Lord is still in the midst of his people. And there are still people who are genuine believers, who are remnants, who have not lost the fire. People like you, and I can get an amen to that. Glory to God. Alright, I have a question here. It says, I want to know your take on plating hair for a male child. Because I have this love for plating male child. Hmm. It's a special love for plating male child. And I already have a mindset that I will plate for my male child. But I want to hear first. Okay. Um, okay, I'd like to throw this open. I mean, I can respond to that, you know, but I just want to, you know, who, who wants to, who wants to, you want to, you have a male child? Okay. Praise God. It's in two ways. Um, some people can be a fashionist, like you just like it, and then um, you just want your son to, just want to play it the air of your son. It's fine for me. I can do it for my son if I truly love it on him, right? But the second, the other way is due to the um, old thing going on in the country now. What's like, the old thing? The old thing of the transgender, transable, transmission, transportation, and so on. So it is, on the other hand, it is scary because yeah. you might actually plant um, a seed of this, um, I'm a female, or 
I, I, I can be a female, I can be a transgender or something like that. I'm better so as a female. Exactly. So it can actually plant a seed of... That is rubbish. That kind, that kind of effect. So that's just the rubbish a, effect. Very rubbish. <laughs> so what, what I would say is this. All things are lawful, but not all things are profitable. Not all things are expedient. There are different things I would love to do. I'm telling you the honest truth. As I am like this, I'm wearing stud. As I am like this, I'm wearing stud. Stud fits me a lot. Because I used to wear stud. You understand what I'm saying? I used to wear stud. You know, but at a level, you can do that. But you see, the moment you get born again, you automatically become an influencer. So that's part of what we are saying, that your life is not your own. So if you actually love plating here, go and open a salon and start the business. I plate here for male. I mean, it's a business. But you see, you need to understand the imports of some decisions what it will make not just on your faith like he said on your child the mindset so they can grow up thinking that and you you don't want to pass on something that you are going to look back i mean some of our parents have allowed some things or when we're growing up and they 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 they, they, they wish they didn't allow us do those things it took grace for some of us to actually retrace our steps so if you are this person um i would advise that since you like to plate um you know the hair of, of your male child and all that i think you should just trust god for a female child so you can be plating hair every day you know because there it means that there is there is a desire in your heart that is not holy. Are you with me? Are you with me? Yeah. So I believe that it's it's something. Okay. This one says, "Why do male instrumentalists in the church wear earrings?" Yeah. So I deliberately took the question. Um, <laughs> why do male instrumentalists in the church wear earrings so if you wear earrings and you are a male instrumentalist can you answer this question <laughs> I remember um, when we were at Doban we, made, we had a workers meeting of course which led to some people leaving the church you know about ladies not wearing leg chain ladies not wearing workers, workers not wearing nose ring you know um not not placing their hair and all of that so i think what we now left eventually was that you can dye your hair right but plating of hair is not allowed if you are a worker in grace made for guys for guys plating of hair for guys but here is what i would say you also need to in a bit in a bit, in a bit not to, hmm, 
I want to watch my words. Mm. So it's good to set rules and all of that, which you know we have done and all of that. But also, you need to understand that there are different kind of God's children. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll break it down. I'll break it down. In the family, they are, they are the outgoing type. They are the indoor type. In the same family, there are people that are mad. There are people that are a bit okay. Right? In the same family, there are people that... I mean, you know, you know the kind of people in different families. But it does not change the fact that their parents is their parents. Do you agree with that? In the same way, if you are in a church, now, in the workforce, it's a different thing. Anybody can come to church the way they are. You can, come, you can even come naked. We'll give you clothes to cover yourself. If that pleases you and makes you happy. But when it comes to serving as a child of God, there are sets, you know, rules and standards. And let me say this here, you cannot also be 100% perfect as a church. Are you with me? We have our stand, you understand? And I'm, I'm not even, um, I mean, we had this conversation, we had, we had a meeting close to, close to three hours, I remember. Some people got upset, you know, they left and all that. But really, you know, I, I've come to understand that sometimes there are people that are creatives. You know, there are people that, um, I don't know how to say it. Who knows who creative ha creatives are? Sorry? There are people, there are creatives, there are people that are into arts, the people who are into entertainment, the people who are into fashion, who are into, I mean, different kinds of anything that's with the, using your mind, the comedians, they are all creatives. They are special breed. I'm telling you. And for them to function, you know, in the, in the space where God has called them to, they have to be and look in a certain way. Now, the question is, how they are or how they look, do they have an understanding of the mission? And what message are they passing across? You understand what I'm saying? So, you can be here like God will now. If I see him, I say, oh, I like your hair. He places hair. It's not a worker, though. He places hair. So, I don't have anything against that. But the thing is, if you're going to serve, you know, because of people who are watching, who are probably judgmental, it will amaze you that some people who... Don't play that you are the worst sinners. It will amaze you. But you see, what I believe is that let your moderation be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Amen? I think that Tommy Wah can, can because he's, he's the one that designed <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you want to say something? Yeah, so I, was, I was just going to say, good morning, everyone. So I was just going to say that, um, like Pastor has said, as a church, we have also taken a stand 
So there's this thing about, um, so we, have, we are all adults, praise God, and then we do not believe that uh, we have to be pushy on ourselves. We can only encourage ourselves because God has not made us to be chief whip for anybody you get. So, but then the fact that as a church we've taken a stand, we have read the riot act, praise God, and we will keep praying that God will help all of us to align. So any other thing that happens afterwards, honestly, guys, we move. Thank you. <laughs> all right, thank you. Okay. Okay, you have a question. Okay. All right. Is, is the mic working perfectly? Good morning, church. Is it working perfectly? So if it's not working, let's give her the one that's working perfectly. Thank you. Good morning, church. Okay, so um First Corinthians 8, I think 13, was saying something very profound. And I'll paraphrase. It says, if eating food will make my brother stumble, he said, I will not eat, I will never eat again, lest my brother will stumble. So now this is the thing. Personally, I don't have a personal issue with start this as a, as a matter of fact. I, I like guys that, you know. Do you like your husband or you just like guys? You just, it's no, guys no, no, that no, you no, like, no. not your husband. <laughs> so, I just admire him. He's fashionable, you know. But, but not for is... your husband. <laughs> I'm asking now. Pastor, let's leave it at that. Don't mind, Pastor. So, the thing is, if we are saying plating here as a worker or using stud as a worker is just your thing because you are a creative person. Do you know what is going on in the mind of others? I don't know about you, but truthfully speaking with me, if I see a lady that wears very short stuff, I mean, short, as short as bum shorts, and wears something that looks like only tiny singlets, do you know that I easily judge the person as a prostitute? Am I the only one that is like that? No, so that's Nigeria, Nigeria mindset. So I'm just saying because we are we are global people. Okay, ah, yeah. global. so so when you see people like that, you are not. I'm not as comfortable as I should be. I'm like same thing as if you're a worker and somebody is coming in, and fortunately you are not the one taking something major on the altar. And you are like that. And the person that is coming to receive this salvation, leaving all these things, and is wondering, like, you are making this the person... Confused. Exactly. You are making the person more confused. Like, ah, this person is wearing crazy jeans. Oh, the hair is like this tall, like, like... Crazy jeans. I don't know. You... Leave crazy jeans out of this discussion. No, I'm just saying that as a worker. That's what we are saying, right? Stored and haul. So the person is, look... Person came to church. The person is looking like where he's coming. The person you are seeing on the stage is looking like where you are coming from. So he's wondering, what am I really here for? Like, what exactly am I really here for? So I just feel, it, when pastor was saying, let your moderation be acceptable until all be moderate or something. Let's be moderate and let the moderate truly be generally acceptable. That's what I would just say about that. So, um... Because I'm, but I'm not sure you go for an interview and then, you know, you have a story and they will take you serious. Depending on the kind of role you are applying for, if it's a creative role, it can be, they will not mind. I mean, you know, in some secular spaces, you are allowed to, you know, but if it's a church setting, I think, bro, I'd like to hear from 
him. Yeah, Robin, I, I like, I, I want to hear his thoughts. Let, go and give him this mic. This mic is better. Is anybody getting blessed? Are you getting, are you getting informed, getting enlightened? Okay. Okay, good morning, church. Good morning. Okay, I have some couple of questions, but I'll just do one first. Okay, so I'm coming from the business angle. Yeah. We know ethics and morals are different. Yeah. Okay, and um, I want to find out how we can balance our Christian faith yeah. with the demands of modern life. You know, sometimes some things you call ethics as a Christian, they are normal in the secular world. For instance, bribery. Okay, you're trying to... No, we call it PR. Yeah, I'm coming. PR. Bribery. You're trying to get into a new industry. We're changing the name, but that's not what it is. You know, as a Christian. <laughs> we're trying to go into a new industry, and there's a demand that we know bribery is wrong. And the man in front of you says, you can't do this. I know what the body language means. And you need to lobby this man to do this thing. And as a Christian, it is wrong. You don't lobby. You don't take bribes. You don't give bribes. Okay, how do you balance some of these demands? Like talking about the way we dress and the way we approach things. There are some couple of things that happen in the business industry that you can't explain. Like in real estate, there are some lands you want to take over and they're giving you some sign. You know what this thing means. Yeah. You know, go and see that guy behind. Yeah. You understand what the signs mean. So how do we balance the demands of the modern world with our Christian faith? Okay, that's number one. Number two, you can just take them at once. Number two is also a concern for me. How do we descend God's will for our lives? Okay. You know, sometimes passion can actually look like it's the will. Yeah. You know, so how do we able to descend the God's will for our life? And then how do you manage the expectations of the world with your Christian faith? Thank you. Thank you. Good questions. Uh, I will start with the second one, the passion. Now, if, if your passion is not necessarily God's will for your life, you understand? A lot of people follow passion and then, you know, they, they end up getting passion. You understand? So, you need to be able to know what the Lord is saying. Say, be not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. So, your passion should not be your primary driving force. It should be what the Lord is saying, all right? And what, you know, after you've spent time praying, you know, asking questions, you know, from maybe your friends or your, because they can also give you a clue as to what, you know, God wants you to do. Of course, you now means that you will now take that to the place of prayer and then pray through until God, you know, speaks to you. So I believe that passion should not be the driving force. What should be the driving force is what you get from the place of prayer, which may not necessarily be born out of your passion. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, the first question is about do you balance your Christian faith with the demands of the modern day or the business world? Thankfully, I'm in business and I understand sometimes how these things can work. You know, um, in the Bible, the Bible says a man's gifts makes room for him. Now, if you study the root word of that, of that gift, most times what we think the gift refers to is your talents. Is your talent. But it's not that particular verse is not talking about gifts in terms of talent. It's talking about gifts, like literally gifts. You know, in fact, the root word, 
Now, please don't go and quote me anywhere. Understand what I'm saying? If you study that root word, one of the synonyms is bribe. The root word. You understand? And I'm not saying that that's what the Bible is saying. What I'm saying is that you need to understand, the, like, like, like what you said is very important, the demand. So, if for example, I want to buy a land right now, are we live? Okay. Okay, so, um, okay, we can go off actually. So if, for example, you want to do something, you want to do a business, and it, they are, they are, they are, you must also understand that they are, in every industry, there are principalities. There are people that, thank God, Taiwo is here. No, no, he's a prophet. He's a prophet. But prophets to give gifts because it's the demand, is the demand of the, of the industry. Now, there's a way that that can be structured that is not like bribe. That's why I use the word PR. For example, if you want to, if you want to break into some certain levels where business and finance is concerned, there are certain things you have to do. Part of which is what they call <laughs> gifts. Do you get what I'm saying? People or incentives. People don't just become by just the grace of God. That is so powerful. But you see, you need to, you are in this world. You are in this world. That's why the Bible says you should be wise. Right? as a, a serpent so there's really no rule to this thing but you you need to understand the demand of what you're doing you can go like that eventually i didn't go into that yeah so and understand this is what you are supposed to do and balance okay, let me give an example somebody says oh i want to get a contract now if you give me a contract the demands of the business world is that I reciprocate. If I give you a contract, the demands of the business world, and this is not written anywhere. It's not like oh, it's a rule anyway, but if you want to thrive, if you want to make real significant progress in that space, is a demand. So when you give me a job, right, Okay, thank you. Thank you. But you see, that thank you is not accepted. So you, you have to understand how this thing works. And then you are able to say, okay, you with God's wisdom, as long as, you know that you can give gifts and then you are not fraudulent. So it is a thin line. So you must understand the thin line. For example, now, they are engineers. You know that if you want to go and start work on any site, you have to set to area boys. In fact, who was with me? There was one time I went, to, I went somewhere and I, I bought gifts for a certain man. He knows the person. Literally took the man shopping. Because if you don't, 
<laughs> there is no amount of prayer you will pray. I'm sure you get what I'm saying. Not that prayer does not work. It, ah, you will get to heaven. So it's more like give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. So the children of this world, they are wiser. Yeah. So you can't, you think that it was grace that brought Oshiba Joe to be vice president. You will be naive to think that way. Now, nah, the grace of God is on that man. Ah, grace. Praise God. Praise God. All right. I think I have a few more questions. This was a plea, sir. Should musicians be paid for playing in church? Yes, it's a gift. It should be paid if the church can afford it. And the church should pay them what they can afford. And as they grow, they get more money. Is there a means of income? Yes, we know. Some churches see it in the wrong way. They should leave that church and go to where they didn't see it in the wrong way. Um, where they divert from the gospel line into secular, all in the name of my church, no do me well. God will do you well. I know fit up. In the career setting, accountants, engineers get paid at their job, and even some get benefits, pension, bonus. My question is that, can they also be done in the church too? Now, let me say this. Let me say this. Don't build your life around church. There are people who are talented in other areas. Can you imagine that I have a nine to five job? Why is that? Because I'm talented in other areas. And that does not, the talent in other areas does not diminish the talent in this spiritual one. So some people, it's just lack of understanding that you believe that that gift that you have is the only thing that you that is the only thing you can do if you think that way you have a very very shallow and small mindset so as much as you are working in a place i don't earn a dime from the church i've never earned church will be five years in june i've never earned i've never earned a dime a dime not one naira a dime but you see you you need to understand that you are gifted God did not just create you to for with one thing. If there, if there are other things you can do to help yourself, go ahead and do it. Except God is specifically asking you because I know a time will come that I will not be, I would strictly be in the church. There was a time that I was strictly a full-time pastor. Then when, you know, when God spoke, that get a job. If I it was not only God that spoke, Ungas who spoke. When you say get a job, you you get a job because Ungas who speaks. <clears throat> May Ungas not speak to you. Yeah. So as a talented person, you, you, because if if you stay in that place, you are going to end up in bitterness, in bitterness against the church. In bitterness against the pastor, he's supposed to be blessing you because you have streamlined your, your mind to just earning from church. My church or my pastor not do me well. God is your source. So you hold on to the God that is your source. And 
don't don't commercialize your gifts. There are people that we should have invited to this church, but because you know, there's, there's, there's an approach. Are you with me? There's a way that you know you can act like, oh, it's your right. It's your, you know, I, I must. You must. There was a guy that I said, oh, I want to do something for the church. He said, oh, how much will you pay me? I said, calm down. I said, calm down. In fact, the funny thing was that what the guy said, I should pay him. What I had in mind was more than what he said. So, a lot of people don't know how to delay gratification. That was what happened to Gehazi. That's, oh, now, now, now. It's it now. What can I get now? There are churches that you play for that you don't even any time. It's pure service to God. Why you trust God for God to sort you out? And if you do that, God will sort you out. That is why as a musician, as a creative, you must also learn to build your faith. In fact, you are the one that needed the most. It's realize that don't listen to the word. They are the one that will be sleeping. They are the one that will be going up and down. Up and down. Hello, hello, my guy. Hafa, 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 at your side, at your side. They are, they, are, they are not serious. Spiritually, they are down. So how can you trust God to be your source when you don't even know him? Hunger is <laughs> knocking at the door. And let me say this. If you live in Lagos, let me say this to you. Hear me very well. If you live in Lagos, you, one of the biggest mistakes you can make is to think that a stream of income is enough for you. Get that. So whether you have a gift of playing, that if you live in Lagos, I'm not saying that you are in Oshobo or something, you live in Lagos. Ah. What I'm saying to you, I learned it in a hard way. I'm telling you for free now. You cannot have a one single stream of income. As you are having that one stream, you must start engaging your mind. And what can I do to create another stream? Otherwise, you bitterness. Bitterness mode. <laughs> Glory to God. Somebody has something to say? Ah, you have spoken. Is it, is it a question or... A question. I've already answered two questions. Okay, let, let him ask. Let him ask. Quick, quickly. Hello. This is your forgiveness. Okay. Mm. Um, I wanted to guide me on how to spiritually heal. You know, that people you should never hurt. Yeah. You know, I'm someone that if you hurt me, I might take your apology. But that's a part of me that will get back to you. That's a part you of are me. revengeful. I don't know how it comes. But I'm not that, oh, I've done this thing to you, but I didn't know. That was some what you did. <laughs> so, even if I forgive you, you don't some, forget. There are some assets we never have. Yeah. And subconsciously, I will come back. You know, people that know me knows that. That if you hurt me, let's negotiate how to go out of that problem because I will find a way to get back. You'll get back. I, I hope I've not hurt you in any way, please. <laughs> well, um, I don't know. I need to find a way to forgive. It's not easy to forgive. You know? For you. It's not easy. Yeah. I don't know about others. We may just claim like it is easy. But subconsciously, you feel yeah. hurt when you see those people. And you've not healed. Yeah. And you've not forgiven. So I want to learn how to spiritually forgive people. Ah, as a series, so. You know, is I don't know how series. it can be done. But it's I, I feel series. it's a burden. I feel like we just open up and do it, you know. But yeah. if you do something to me, 
just know you are saying it again so i can be hearing if you do just, something just to know me. you owe me something i may not i may not say it but <laughs> if we are if we are colleagues she's like god has children now if we are mm. colleagues just know just know if it's your thing that is coming my way just come closer so that you can be able to talk because i wouldn't know i don't know it, it sounds funny but it is me I wouldn't know how I would... If you work in an environment, you know what I'm talking about. If somebody hurts you, they owe you something. They know. If it's a favor, you will sit on it for a while. Before, if they find out you are the one sitting, <laughs> you will now come close and negotiate. Because it is real. Forgiving yeah. people is not easy. You know? I don't like sorry. Because I think it's intentional. You know you will tell me sorry. And we'll move on. So, <laughs> why are you telling me sorry? Why you didn't know? you avoid it in the first why place? Why did you avoid what will make you tell me sorry? So, whenever you hurt me and you say sorry, I feel more angry. Because... Ah. I feel you know the word is a magic word. You know, if I just apologize and say sorry, we are fine. We are not fine. So how can people heal intentionally and not get back at others? Ah, I cannot answer that right now. So we can have a conversation around. No, no, no. The... Okay, okay. I should answer a bit. Okay, so what I what I believe is that the Bible says that the love of God is shared abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. What you said is very, very true. It's very, very hard to forgive. In fact, there are some level of hurts that to take God to appear from heaven with his passport photograph and say, I am God, I'm the one, you know, appearing to you right now. If you are married, you understand what I'm saying. I know that some of you are feel hurt, you know, you're, you're not married, you know, you step on my toe, step on my toe. I'm telling you, those that hurt you the most are the closest to you. And who is closest to you if you're married? Your wife. The one that you called, you hurt me, you hurt me. I said, you help me fetch water, you know, fetch it, you hurt me. That one, you are just playing, they play. But when real hurts, when they hurt you and you cannot sleep. Exactly. Then you know that the kind of us that it will make you you are almost losing your mind. You look at that, you say, now wow. Then you start singing some songs. But I, I believe that we can begin to say that to God in prayers. Holy Spirit, help me. Help me to forgive. Help me to... I know most people say, well, stop praying for that person. <laughs> I mean, we've said all kinds of things in church. Stop praying for that person. As if it's very easy. I'll just say, ah, you ask Mr. Peniel, you are blessed. You are blessed. Ah, it's not, it's not as, as easy as that. But you can ask the Holy Spirit to help you. So once, that, once you get to that state... You, you turn it over to the Holy Spirit. That's the only thing I know. You understand? That's the only thing I know. You start praying to the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, help me. Help me to forgive this person. Help me to forgive. If you are genuine about that prayer, you will just see that that balm of Gilead will just, you know, just begin to help you and all of that. I'm going to take three more contributions. Sachika, is it on this? Okay, all right, let's, you can just please make it as fast as possible because of time. Praise God. Hallelujah. Um, Brother Obina, what you said is really, really normal because we fail to realize that forget, um, sorry, 
forgiveness is not the same thing as forgetfulness. You can forgive somebody, but that hurt, that action there. is still there. So how to deal, you forgiving the person is genuine, okay? But how to deal with the forgetfulness right now? Scripture says that actually that God has a sea of forgetfulness where, because if God remembers our sins, yeah. I mean, it's said if you, Lord, will mark our guilt, who will survive? Yeah. But because I, I got to a point where I began to see myself, <laughs> I, don't want to, I don't want to be cocky, but God is in me, right? Meaning I'm a habitation of God. I am God. Like I'm God walking. So God, if you have a sea of forgetfulness, help me to always throw hurts in that sea of forgetfulness. It's a personal thing. So how I deal with the um, forgetfulness side of it is, I remember Joyce Meyer saying that um, um, resisting the devil, because in that space of when you remember something, you want to be angry at the person. But she said resisting the devil, we, we've so misquoted this, resist the devil and he will flee away from you. But actually, in that space of resisting the devil, she's saying resist the urge of behaving like the devil, even while you have that issue concerning mm. that person so it's not about you now not remembering what the person did but about yourself it's your decision for me i resist the urge to behave like the devil even if i'm having nothing that um, feeling towards that person so that's how i help myself and i i always tell my husband like in order to protect my space my spiritual energy there are certain things that i pray this is just my own way but if you could help you as well. I pray this prayer, Lord, give me an unoffendable heart. I pray that for myself. I pray that for my husband. Has God answered the prayers? He, he has. Okay, you, nobody offends you again. An unoffendable heart, meaning offenses will come. Okay. Scripture says okay, it. Yeah. Offenses will come. But because I'm protecting my spiritual energy, I process it with God. And I, and I also want to add this, sorry, that you can also practice what I call advanced forgiveness. Yeah. Yeah. That be, before people offend you, you you're already, already? You, you're forgiving them. You know, you make excuses for them. I do that a lot. In fact, it. it's more like my own weakness. I make excuses for them. So if you don't know how to make excuses for people, I will look like I can make you feel like a bad person. That ah, you should have. But you see, and people are different. And that's why I really appreciate your sincerity, exactly. you know, in asking that question. It's exactly. a very deep question. A lot of people would not want to ask, you know, trying to form spirituality and all that, that we are, oh, we are mortal beings and all of that. But these are real things that happen, right? So I, 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 you can practice that. You can, it, it, it's a habit that can be formed where you create excuses for people. And I say, it's because is because you 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 help yourself even though it may not be but you create that thing for that if you go to, into this one so i just wanted to chip this in so that i can also get my own portion of it so when you are saying that how to heal from the altar and hole how about if it is consistent like, before you are healing one, I, I'm serious. How about if the, the, the person is consistent about it and you walk in the same space, 
you know, I don't know how it works for others here, but for me, you know, like Pastor said, there are people, and they might not even know that there are people. That's even the irony of it. Like, they are in quotes, if you get what I'm saying. So you are trying your best to do all these things that Sister Chica, Pastor, and all have said. That okay, okay. Sometimes I even do gifting, like deliberate gifting. That if I can't, money is valuable. I don't know to you. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, I deliberately not buy something for the person just to let go and as in just to do everything. But trust me, it's like the way you are dropping it now, the person is picking another thing. Of course, you've been doing that. So, how can you undo such, such hurts? Uh, there, there are some relationships that you may need to, may need to severe, you may need to cut them. But if it's something that you cannot change, uh, I would pray for grace for you. If we stay on this thing, we're going to have all night. So I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. Because it's only this that I've been talking. All right. Um, praise God. So, <clears throat> a lot of times, in my opinion, right, it's, it's perfectly fine to, to hurt me. No issues. But I'll make sure you don't do it a second time. How would you do that? And because, the reason why is you can forgive, but you have to learn from that hurt, right? You take lessons learned from that hurt. Forgive, you can forget. But my kind of person is I'll create that boundary in such a way that you don't get access to do that, to that same time. That same offense. How about is, your, is a marital relationship? So you can ask my wife, she's there. So a, a lot of times we quarrel, right? I, I would say what I want to say and it ends there, right? Uh, so someone says something there. It boils down to the, a huge amount of self-discipline how you train your mind to let things go, right? Now, that's with my wife. I don't have a choice. I cannot get divorced, so I have to train myself to that. Now, external people, what I've done, because a lot of times you find these sort of things in your professional careers. There's some people that are, okay, so, full disclosure, early in my career, very, very early, no, my wife does this, I actually beat someone up in the office. <laughs> it happened. <clears throat> so, it's... it's <laughs> So I think I was, I was reporting to the CFO back then, and I, I kept on complaining about this guy's issue, right? And no one did anything about it. So I waited till after closing hours, and I, I think God. Did you arrange boys? It was a personal. Very personal, very personal. So I think God actually wanted to punish the guy that he to he to stay back. <laughs> and I told my friend that I'll, that that same day I was going to beat him, then resign. And I did. And I called my, my, my boss, the CFO, that look, I'm, I'm talking about like 20, 2012 or 13 thereabouts. Very early in my career. So I called my boss and said, look, this is what I've done. We can discuss the consequences tomorrow morning. Right? <laughs> but so, this guy, I've been but, but this is, what, this is what I've done. Right? Tell HR that this is what I've done. We'll discuss it tomorrow morning. <laughs> and I did. <laughs> so now, what, what I'm trying to pull out is from then on I made sure it didn't happen again Okay. because the point is that I had to learn from that you can't, you can't go around beating people again sir it was early in my career early early, very early. In my career. so we can excuse so, it you can excuse it <laughs> so I mean 
you, you can't go around beating people in every place that you actually work. <laughs> not possible. You don't even have so, a career again. Exactly. So, so yeah, you, you have to learn to, to... So there's a spiritual aspect of it, of saying God should touch you and everything like that. But I'm saying you having to work on yourself, right? A large amount of self-discipline will go into you having to let things go easily. Like you said, making excuses for the person. Or, so, oh, I messed up. I shouldn't have let this happen. You understand? So, that's what, that's what I do a lot of times. Again, there's the marital bit of it, of learning to continuously forgive, learning to continuously let things go. There, there are a lot of times that I'll have crossed my mind, I'll have said things in my mind, but I can't say it out. That's to my, to my wife. I can't, I can't say it out. So, then, you say that you arrange your brothers. <laughs> exactly. Oh, oh, I still oh, remember. Oh, I get divorced then. <laughs> because, I mean, the word of the mouth. So, yeah. that's Marisalim. Now, in, in your professional career itself, you have to learn to train your mind to learn from your heart and not let it happen again. So, a lot of times, I just, just limit access to people. Yeah. That's it. Some may just be like, just use the... And a lot of people feel bad, you know, oh, why did you block me? Why did you block me? There's a reason why the block button is there. And some people is blocked for a while. It's not, it's not, there's a reason why they, there's unfollow. The reason why those are people there, they, they, they are not mad. You, sometimes you just have to, especially when somebody's, you know, coming to your space is affecting your mental health. You can block them for a while. Block them. You know, I mean, if seeing them, you know, makes you feel like less of yourself, you know, not because some, some may not even have done anything wrong to you, but just to help your own mental health, you block them. You know, the Bible says, as much as it lies within you, live peaceably with all men. That's what it says. Praise God. All right. We're going to take this last verse because he's bringing up his hands, saying, Godwin. Praise God. Hallelujah. I don't want to... Personally, I don't have an issue with instrumentalists being paid or no or not paid or not that. But I, I want to talk as a musician now. Mm. And um, coming from like people who do this thing as a profession. Yeah. Right? There is this um, popular saying that whatever you give yourself to, you become a slave to that. Like you become mm. good at it. Right? And to actually master your craft, you have to give time to that thing, right? Mm. For example, let me just speak. An accountant, he does not go to school for five years, come back, go for his icon and all of that to go to an organization and they're telling him story that it is a gift of something. It's actually a gift, but it was developed. Yeah. So for musicians, these guys, they pay sacrifices, right? Yeah. Go for trainings, download materials, spend hours on the keyboard to rehearse, right? Go and at the end, you are saying his gifts. I'm sorry. No, 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 you daddy. Like, the thing is, like, growing up, it has been like this. Yeah. Once it comes to the church, they will tell you it's a gift, it's a gift, a gift that you developed, right? God has given you the grace, right? You go to Peter King's, do you know how much is their school fees to, yeah. to learn any instrument or something like this? Yeah. And after all those stress, you come back, fine, it's okay. We, as um, gospel instrumentalists now, there are certain places we should not be found. And 85 to 90% of the good gigs that pay you well, they are not they gospel are settings. There, yeah. And that's right? why the church must do well. Yes. Because I, I saw, I saw, like, I think it was a video. Are you done? Mm, you are, you okay. are angry, actually. No, the thing. Is because, they pepper you? Eh, like, 
Ah, these guys, you see your fellow instrumentalists, one gig, two gig, they don't buy better effects. And you Which use, one is effects? There's something we use, like bass, if we have effects okay. for bass, um, guitarist, and the rest. They have money, gadgets, God bless you, brother. They have money to yeah. afford this thing. But you, you are doing church boy. You don't want to be found in the club. You jam in the club one night, they are giving you 100k. You come, be, but in, you come and play in the church, they'll be telling God you... God, we sorry. Oh, sorry. On, on, on behalf of the pastors out there, we apologize. Honestly, I, I understand. I understand. In grace, we are not like that. In Jesus' name, we will get better. We will get there. But you see, one of the things that I, I believe is that when you're choosing who to serve under also, you must be sure of their intention for you. Are you with me? You must be sure of their intention for you. If they truly love you, you know, um, and they, they care about you. For example, there are people... Sorry? You want to talk? You want to say something? Ah, no. That told me what? told me what? Ah! Wait, 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 wait. Godwin, once again, on behalf of the, we are sorry. We are sorry. But, you know, I said something about you knowing that God is your source. That's number one. Number two is that go to where you are celebrated, not to where you are tolerated. The moment you find out that, oh, they are, they are despising your gifts, you know, you don't have to be in that space. You can leave and go to another place, right? Or have a conversation with whoever is in charge of that team or something. You know, that's why we, we operate an open policy here. You can walk up to somebody and talk to them and all of that, right? But I don't support people, you know, painting the narrative that, oh, because, you know, they are, they are church guys, they are, you know, I don't support that. At the same time, I don't support when people are trying to commercialize their gifts. You know, there's a thin line when you are commercializing the gift or, you know, there's an attitude with which you also do that. Do you get what I'm saying? So if you go to club, for example, and then you, you, you know, what will it profit a man? He begins the old world and loses his soul. You get what I'm saying? So it's a very, very, um, you know, there's a thin line. But you must understand that, see, Number one, God is your source. There's a way you can actually be professional about making your demand. Because a lot of people do it with a very bad attitude. You know, very bad attitude that you're wondering, ah, you know, what's, what's all this? And some pastors are actually very wicked. Let, make no mistake about that. They're actually very wicked. Because if they are the ones that have a son, that maybe all they can do or most of the things they can do is maybe play instruments, they will find a way to help the son to monetize, you know, that gift. So, I believe that there has to be a balance to that. Praise God. All right. I would like to, I would like to, you know, we, we can have this on and on, can continue this till tomorrow, and it will never end. But because of time, can we just stop here? Praise God. All right, put your hands together. Let's celebrate Jesus. Glory to God.
Hallelujah. Praise God. Say praise God. Say praise God. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We're glad you're part of our community now and trust you are blessed by today's message. Please subscribe to the Shewu Oshimetsu podcast. Like and share as well. You can also find Pastor Shewu on Instagram at Shewu Oshimetsu or at Gracemade NG.